and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. I'm going to slam through this because I'm actually at the day job a little early, and I'm trying to utilize as much time as I can because I have a fair amount to do at the day job, and I'd like to be out early because um, I'm going to go meet up with an out-of-town friend who is in town uh, later this afternoon. So... Um, I'm just going to slam through the list you cannot see uh, in the order I wrote it, so weirdly enough I will get to an anxiety right near the end. But uh, there's not a whole lot going on this week. Um, I did want to update. Last week I talked about um, the kind of burst of creativity I had with the uh, Dungeons & Dragons game. I actually finished both of my worlds, thought of an intro mission, and rolled up not one but two characters. I then... um, presented the characters to the group and said, which one would you like me to play? And they unanimously unanimously decided that I should be a bard, which is like the guy with the little loop guitar that runs around singing crap. But my bard is a dark elf, or drow, uh, and he is all about the metal. So everything he does is super metal. And his name is uh, Crucible Death's Arm. And I'm having a lot of fun. I even drew him up. Um, and I'm going to be digitally working on that uh, probably later this week. It's it's a lot of fun. Once again, it's that kind of... I haven't felt this kind of burst of creativity in a, in a long time, um, as well as I'm going to be going through some of my older pieces and polishing them to um, submit to the Tethered by Letters Literary Magazine. Um, I'm friends with a couple of the editors. I'm hoping that'll help me out a little bit. But it, it feels nice to be kind of creative again and writing and thinking of new ideas and just having kind of a head full of fire in a good way. A lot of people knock D&D, it's nerd shit or it's satanic or whatever, but really there's there's a positive aspect when, you know, I'm not a suicidal dipshit teen who, when my character loses, I commit suicide. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. That's a mental illness. That is the, the exception to the rule. But... Uh, in terms of me and D&D, it's a lot of fun. I get to be very creative. It's like writing little mini-stories, and I get to create these new characters with lush backgrounds. I also, you know, get to play, and that's fun because I get to kind of think outside the box in terms of what I can do in a world where I can do pretty much anything. So it, it feels really good to be that creative, and I'm hoping we're going to start playing in public the next couple of weeks. I know Brandon hasn't had the time. Uh, he and Lizzie are moving, um, plus his day job's been keeping him busy. But really, with my half of the campaign written, we could just start with my half of the campaign and I could run the first half of the game, which would be awesome because it frees me up for the second half to just play. Uh, which, weirdly enough, uh, be- being so creative, I kind of built these worlds and I go, oh, well, what if I threw that in? What if I threw that in? So really the thing's still evolving before we even play it, probably up to the minute where we go, okay, go, and we start playing on a Sunday. Uh, next, the uh, Great North American Podcast Exodus, which Lizzie thinks I should come up with a different name for that, but it is basically an exodus, and it is great, and it has podcasts, and I'm in North America. So think of a better name, Lizzie, give it to me. Black Falls, ready. Damn, ready. I'll be working on uh, No Applause this weekend. Um, really, I'm running ahead on the schedule I built for myself for this, which is great, because I actually fucked up damn a little bit in that um, I submitted the RSS feed to be updated, and I wrote down uh, a, a non-existent email address, and when I tried to resubmit it a minute later, after finding out my little typo, it was like, no, it's already been submitted, so I have to wait. I'm going to give it about four days, five days, maybe a week, to resubmit so that it can, iTunes can kind of clear that cache of shit, um, considering it would be considered a rejected feed. 
it's not a huge fuck up. It doesn't set me back. Uh, it just means that I have to kind of put a pin in dam before I resubmit the RSS. But um, everything's going really well, and I think we'll be in great shape for um, dropping our current hosting in August. I hope. Uh, we'll see. I know that it's going to take me a little longer to clean up Exotic Liability, which would have been the fifth show we wanted to launch at the beginning of August. But being that I have to rebuild the RSS from the ground up on our new hosting, well, I'm still cleaning. I just cleaned the RSSs of or the RSS of the, the original podcast release. Uh, plus, I'm cleaning up the, I talked about this, the ID3 tags in the MP3 podcasts. And then I'm going to have to go back in and build that RSS from the ground up. Uh, once again, not horrible, not hard. It's just time-consuming and tedious. Those are the words I use when I talk about technology a lot. I'm hoping by maybe middle of August, if everything goes well with the other shows um, after the exodus, that we'll probably launch Exotic Liability. Um, right now, we're at a, in a holding pattern for a Splinter in Your Mind. Um, I think Lizzie's just really busy with his regular life, and um, that's fine. I'd rather that he takes the time and comes out with a quality product than try to rush something to market quickly, much like the uh, PC version of uh, Batman Arkham Knight shitting the bed. I don't want that situation with this network. So, but along with talking about getting stuff done, I'm finally getting shit done. I'm eliminating notes that have been on my computer for months. Um, you know, getting uh, getting all the D&D stuff done in record time, moving all the podcasts over, um, doing stuff at the day job, really clearing out, you know, just files that I've been meaning to um, organize or update, um, stuff like that. And it's great because... The more I take away from my to-do list, the more I can add on to it and not feel overwhelmed. So I've kind of had the fire of doing, and it's been great, and I want to keep it up. Next, uh, speaking of knocking things off lists, I've been able to listen to podcasts in my car again. For two weeks, I was waiting to get paid a very sizable paycheck, being that I've been working, like I said, the hell month at work, and my paycheck's been really nice. Um, so I bought uh, a tape to... Um, a line-out adapter. I didn't think they still made those because people don't use tape decks anymore. And now i got to figure out where to buy a, a tape deck uh, head cleaner cassette thingy, which I don't know if they make those anymore either. But uh, maybe I'll go hunt one of those down this weekend. Um, but it's been great. I've been catching up on my Douglas movies. I'll be catching up on Nerd Poker. i got to catch up on Nerdist and how things get, how did this get made. All sorts of shows, but I'm trying to play catch-up as fast as I can, shoving oh so much podcasty goodness into my brain. Lastly, God, I'm really slamming through this, but once again, the the good stuff always goes so quick, and the anxiety stuff always uh, lasts the longest. I was talking to Deb and Lizzie over the weekend when we were recording, and I told the story about my mom um, having panic attacks after seeing The Exorcist, and that was episode 109 if you want to go back and listen to that. I'm not going to tell the whole story again, but the movie kind of screwed up my mom. And I was talking to Deb, and I said, well, my mom is not someone who has, like, anxiety attacks, panic attacks. She's very uh, even keel, very uh, balanced. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, of the word, and I, I can't come up with it. But she's very, her mental stability is, is not easily upset. I was like, yeah, she's, you know, she's not prone to this. And Lizzie and Deb both went, where the hell do you get it? Because it's obviously not hereditary, which is what my note says. And what it is, because I wasn't always this anxious and neurotic, not openly, not publicly. Um, my social anxieties were never 
um, that big of a problem until the last probably couple of years. And what it is, is that after everything went down with um, a bad breakup last year and uh, an incident that put me into therapy, the therapy basically broke me down and built me back up. It also made me not only aware, but almost hyper aware of my problems and what I was, because uh, at the time, years ago, I was drinking half a bottle of whiskey a night. It, it was ridiculous. I was spending all my money on alcohol to numb the noise and pain in, in my head and ignoring my responsibilities in life, which is unfortunate, but I'm better now. Obviously, I'm moving forward. I'm progressing. Good things are happening with the car and being more creative all the time. It's great. But like I said, it made me hyper aware of my problems. So when you know that there's a problem and you want to process it, want to fix it, you focus on it. And that becomes a more public anxiety, a more public depression, a more you know, public neurotic, uh, 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 being neurotic. And I'm trying to get better about not only processing them, but kind of going, okay, this doesn't need to affect my life anymore. I need to process it and move forward. And I'm actually stepping outside of my comfort zones to do this. Uh, it's basically facing my fears would be the analogy. Um, I'm going to go hang out with a friend, uh, later this afternoon, tomorrow night, I'm going to go see um, a friend's band play at a place that I haven't been to in years. I haven't seen my friends in the band for years. I'll be by myself, really. So I'll have no kind of social backup where if no one's talking to me, I can't go, well, there's my friend. I can go talk to them. I'm assuming I'm going to see my friends. I'm going to see my friends, probably wives, girlfriends, whatever. And I'll probably see some familiar faces. So, But the fact that I'll be alone is huge. Um, Because usually with social anxiety, I wouldn't go anywhere if I wasn't with anybody because then I'd be like, oh, God, I'm going to be so awkward. I'm just going to be standing there. What are people going to think of me? I'm going to try not to do that at all. I'm going to try to enjoy myself, enjoy the music, enjoy my friend's company when I see them. I'm going to relax. I'm going to process all of this stuff and move forward. And that's good. And it all came from just a joke of Lizzie and Deb going like, what, like where does where does where do your anxieties come from? You know why are you so, you know, just you know, kind of very public with them? Like it's I, it's hard for me to hide it sometimes, and it's because I'm not processing it. I'm kind of like just wallowing in it as opposed to taking care of it and going, okay, now why am I doing this? Okay, well let's either face that fear or go. This is just stupid and move on. Um, cause some of my hangups are just that they're just dumb little hangups where I'm like, you know what? Like, it's fine if I'm alone in a place. I mean, it's not like it's a new place. It's just a, 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 a venue, a bar venue that I haven't been at in years. I'll be fine. I'm not going to drink. You know, I might have a beer just to enjoy myself, but I won't be drinking to numb the anxiety. I can't get shit faced. I drive now and I'm being very responsible about not letting um, a DUI get into the way of my progress. I don't want that. So I don't drink when I drive out. My neck just popped. Sorry, guys. Anyway, so my point is that I'm hyper aware of my problems, uh, almost to a detriment. And I'm working on kind of lowering it from being hyper aware to aware to processed and mitigated and moving forward. So that's my goal for the next couple of days. And it's not going to take a couple of days, but I'm saying that, you know, it's, it's going to be months, uh, possible years of work to get me back to, you know, quote unquote normal. 
um, where I'm not flipping out in public all of the goddamn time. It is hard because confidence is a big part of not feeling anxious. And, you know, when you've got friends going, well, where the fuck does that come from? Or calling me a a Russian nesting doll of anxieties, (laughs) um, which I'll be working on a Photoshop picture of. You know, it's it's it doesn't help the build the confidence. You know, I can own the anxiety, but then once again, it the anxiety becomes me, and that's not the way I want to live life. So I'm working on stepping outside of my comfort zone, realizing that I'm fine. It's okay. Nothing bad is going to happen. Unless something bad does happen, which in case I will talk about it on this show and go, fuck it all, I'm going back into my little emotional hermit shell. But no, I don't think anything bad is going to happen. I just have to learn that nothing bad is going to happen because... It's, it's all just fear and depression uh, uh, and, 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 you know, feeding this stuff and going, well, is it going to hurt? Like, I don't want it to hurt, so I'm not going to, you know, go through it. Well, you know what? Pain builds character. You realize, oh, it didn't hurt. So actually, the absence of pain builds character. Oh, it didn't hurt. And I'm going to keep doing this because there was a positive reinforcement of it not hurting and a positive reinforcement of going out and having fun with friends. So then I don't that I don't need to be drunk during and I don't need to be worried. It, it's going to be a huge in terms of uh, emotional breakthrough for the next couple of days. So I'm really looking forward to it. But that's it. That's the list you cannot see. So from damn Doug's acute mental neuroses, I'm Doug. And from damn Doug's acute mental neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!